What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Dissect That Film, where we dissect your favorite films, film franchises, and TV. Today, on a new episode of Fresh Cuts, we are sitting down to talk about the 2022 remake of the 1984 film Firestarter, starring Zac Efron and other people. You're really fucking it. You're like, Firestarter! <laughs> like, okay, but carry on. I like it. Uh, I am your host, <laughs> Brett Parker. Joining me, as always, is the wonderful Dan and Angela of DNA Gaming. I'd like for you to just elbow me one day. Was that was that extra aggressive? Did I come off as aggressive? He's being extra aggressive. Like since we're here dancing. Maybe it's just because I had to watch this movie. Yeah. How long ago did you watch it? Like just in time from time of recording. A few days ago. Okay, we watched it Thursday last Thursday. Oh, yeah, maybe it was Thursday. it was over the weekend, I think. Yeah. It's been it's been a bit, but there's no way I'm going back and listen, listen, everybody. I fell asleep for about 10 minutes of this movie and I didn't go back and watch that 10 minutes. And I can guarantee it didn't make this movie any better. <laughs> so we're going to be doing uh, this is usually a show where we sit down and we talk about new release movies in theaters or on your favorite streaming services where we kind of just sit down and we talk about our thoughts on the movie. But we're going to what we're going to do is we're going to do that. But we're also going to compare it to the 1984 original that we had just reviewed, uh, which you can actually check out um, on our channel. And yeah, we're going to kind of talk about the the vast, the good, the good, which is very few, the bad, which is a lot and the ugly, which is most of this movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Spoiler. Yeah. So this <laughs> Why movie... am I the only one that stayed awake for this fucking movie, by the way? <laughs> Remember, guys, we're, have... a, we're a movie yourself. review podcast. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. I, no, maybe because this, this movie was boring as fuck. Yeah, no, I, 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 I don't so fucking boring. care. Oh, man. So this movie was directed by Keith Thomas, who the only other film of like notoriety is a movie called The Vigil, which came out in 2019, which... Um, is a supernatural horror film. Never seen it. Don't know much about it. Um, I guess that one also didn't do very well. So let's uh give him another horror movie to uh to do. This well, was d- done by Blumhouse Productions. So I was actually kind of excited when I hear that because Blumhouse has been doing pretty good. They've had their stinkers in the past, but they've done pretty well uh in the last few years. With uh with horror remakes, I know they're behind the current Halloween movies. Even though I know Hall- Halloween Kills has its you know the good, it's kind of in the same boat as this movie. Um, but and also there's some really good, like good cast in there. Like Zac Efron, he's a good actor. Not good for this role at all. Uh, Ryan Kiera Armstrong, who plays Charlie in the movie, she. You know, it's really hard to judge child actors and based on what she was given for this script, which is not good, uh, she did okay. You know, it just, the script was bad. It was a bad script. They put her in really stupid situations. But you want to know what's really shocking? You want to know who did the music for this movie? John fucking Carpenter. The man who directed, I don't know, Halloween... The thing. Yep. You ain't got to do. It's probably easier for him just to make music. Like, here's the fucking music. There you go. 
John Carpenter, his son Cody, and Daniel Davies did the music for this movie. And if you didn't know, John Carpenter was actually supposed to direct the original Firestarter back in 1984. But because of the failures of the thing, which, yes, I looked it up, and that is the actual reason why. But, well, at least the most popular reason why uh, he didn't do he didn't direct this movie other than the fact that his script had nothing to do with the book. It probably would have been better. And then it would have been John Carpenter's Firestarter. Which would have probably been better than what we got from the original. Remember, it's John Carpenter's Christine as well. It's literally John Carpenter's everything. Anything. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you make him, might as well put your dick on it. So, I mean, he's also has an awesome name. I mean, John Carpenter is a cool name. (laughs) Or equivalent, you know, if it's a lady, you know. Yeah. This movie was budgeted at $12 million, which is actually almost the exact budget of the original. I think the original was like 10. Pretty damn close. Uh, That does not account well for inflation. No. No. Currently, it is sitting at $10.9 million at the box office. It is on Peacock, which is how I watched it. It's probably how you guys watched it. Absolutely. <laughs> which is how you should watch it if you have Peacock, because to be honest, it's not worth the ticket price. Mm-mm. And this is from someone like myself that always endorses watching films in theater. Yeah. I would definitely pass on this one. Yeah. I, I, I love going to the theaters and supporting theaters as much as I can, even though my theater fucking sucks because they don't put anything good in there. Like none of the good like A24 horror movies that we've been getting, I can't see it unless I want to drive an hour and a half away. I want like to go men? see men. Yeah. Men in tights. No. We roam around the forest <laughs> looking for fights. I'm sorry. <laughs> Not that one. I'm but <laughs> I'm sorry, Gary. Oh, my Lord. Could have kept going with that one. So, oh, yeah. Um, it also had Kurt Wood Smith, you know, man made famous for that 70s show, but also the bad guy from RoboCop. Yeah. That. He, yeah, he was he in this movie for what, like 10 seconds? They had he like a conversation? A, oh my God. Yeah, he didn't call anybody a dumbass either. I'm really upset about that. Don't worry. We're getting that 90s show on Netflix very soon. We get to hear it all over again. Can't oh wait. Boy. Can't wait. <laughs> all right. Fuck. Well, with all that awesome information, let's. Uh, uh, Closer done. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. It's, I think it was the dryer. Good job. All right. Um, <laughs> let's go around the room and talk about our thoughts on this movie non-spoilers of course and then uh, we'll warn you if you do want to go see this movie you know what see it it's only like an hour and a half watch it create your own yeah. thoughts because maybe you'll like it maybe you'll you know if, especially a lot of people especially if you haven't seen the original it might be a good movie to you but we watched the original recently and after very watching recently. this, yeah, very recently and after watching this, it just, it's not good. <laughs> this is not a good movie. There's my thought on to you guys. <laughs> Dan, start us off since yes, uh, okay. Angela started off on the podcast this past week that you okay, guys haven't heard. So yet. <laughs> absolutely. There are three things in this movie that I like over the original. Okay. It is. And we'll, we'll we will cover this. This is not not spoiling this. As I like the way that Rain Cloud is that his name? Rainbird. 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 I always get that fucked up. I like how he's handled this movie significantly more than the original movie. I like that the movie is shorter, even though it doesn't fucking feel like it. 
Yeah. And then I I just I just like Zach Efron. I, I don't I don't think the gentleman I can't think of his name who played uh, Keith, the, Keith David or David Keith. I there's literally it's David Keith. It's David Keith. David Keith. It's okay. Keith David's dead, the, the, the guy I like. It's got this guy from the thing. Yes. Yeah. Um and I I just like I nothing against him because I thought he did a I thought he he had great chemistry with uh the daughter. Uh yeah, what's her name? Ryan Ryan Kiera Armstrong. No, 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 no. And the, the guy Drew, in the original. Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore. I like, I like the guy who played the dad in the original. Oh, oh so you Drew like the Morgan. chemistry between the original yeah. Yeah. cast. Okay. Sorry, I yeah. got confused. No, I'm sorry. I know. It's, I'm not specific. Uh, but yeah, I like that chemistry. Uh, in this movie, I thought there was one kill that I, I enjoyed in the movie. I thought... I really hope it was a kill that happened when I wasn't asleep. Hopefully it wasn't. <laughs> hopefully it wasn't one that you when you weren't asleep. I thought the the pacing was was terrible. I did. I, I oh almost God. every character in this movie sucks. Like they're fucking terrible. Like I'm glad that it built more on the parents. Mm-hmm. Like you get some more more about the parents, specifically the mom. But it's not good. Uh, and I the the ending was weird as fuck. And I really hated it. Like I just like I mean I I would never go back and watch this movie again. I do not recommend it unless, like I said, you didn't see the original. Maybe you might like it. I just I, like you said, I thought it was boring. I thought the script didn't go. The actors were okay. They seemed, I like Zac Efron. Sorry, I think he's I, I just like him as a character, like a person and as an actor. The little girl was fine. Uh, the effects were not very good. No, uh, she is a she is a significantly weaker individual pyrokinesis like just when you see the abilities she could do in the show are nowhere near as good as the ones that drew barrymore could do in the original mm-hmm. yeah and it has some really shitty blood cgi in this movie it was fucking awful i was like just put blood on his fucking face and it would look way better than that shit cg you're using and it'd probably be cheaper stop doing that the cg blood looks terrible please don't yeah your turn I thought it was boring. Um, I liked the bathroom scene. That was about okay. It. That was that was a pretty that, okay. That's some okay tension in the bathroom scene, but that's in the trailer. Yeah, unfortunately, but that's about. Otherwise, I wouldn't. I wouldn't watch it again. River didn't like it. A line of dialogue in this movie by that child is "liar, liar, pants on fire." <laughs> it hurt. It, it's they did it's it in so the trailer. Painful. It's not even good. I said it's not. I really hope they don't actually put that in the movie because that is a stupid fucking line. It's dumb. The delivery shit. It's not funny. It's not ironic. Uh, Like it's, it's just so dumb. Who just approved that line? Look, it's it's a fucking funny fire line that kids used to say. Shut the fuck up, dumbass. Nobody says that. And this is a fucking guy who's making millions of dollars, and I'm sitting here talking about a movie for free. Fuck you. Your stupid dialogue. (laughs) <laughs> exactly. The closest we get to that is liar, liar, plants on fire. And hey, no plants for hire. Yeah, it's plants for hire. hire. You oh, know, liar. <laughs> That's oh, who says damn, it. That's the closest man. we get to that line in modern pop culture. Such a dumb fucking line, and it still irks me. <laughs> oh, this movie's bad. And listen, I, it, I, I just don't understand why they had to drastically change it from the original. The original, listen, the original is not a great movie. It's good. Would I watch it again? Probably not. 
it's not a memorable movie. I thought for an 80s, you know, for what they were trying to do in the 80s, I thought it was done well, other than a few yeah. things like casting, uh, you know, a very white person to play Native American, which was my, you know, the positive of this. They actually did, you know, they, they cast someone of Native American, you know, ethnicity to play that character. <laughs> Thank you. Good job. Yes. The problem was, GG. is that this... The original actually is very closely based on the book. So they just changed so much in this movie and it made no fucking sense. It's like you get a few of the big bullet points like that are from the original, like as you know, we won't go into too much, but there's some of the major bullet points are in there, but then there's stuff. It's like, why? Yeah. It, I let, so you know, the casting uh, for Rainbird in this movie is a plus. Absolutely. The in uh, having the mother in this movie a lot more than the original. I liked it. Again, the way it all ends shitty as fuck. The concluding uh, action sequence, as we I guess we can call it, is so rushed and terrible the original, like even with the fireballs on the string, that fucking ending of the original Firestarter is awesome. Oh yeah, oh way better. And this one just doesn't didn't know what it needed to do. They eliminated characters uh, that were in the original, like that Doctor Pincott. Spoiler: He's not in this movie. He's just a, he's a name on a building. Everybody, did you notice that the hospital that the uh other doctor is in is is called like the uh, whatever his first name was because like, like the Pincott hospital for something I don't remember which guy was Pincott in the original the 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 black, the, the black guy oh yeah 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 because we still got the the guy that uh, this dude played I can't think of his name yeah. Kurtwood Smith yeah he played yeah. uh Doctor Wayneless he Wayneless yeah yeah what he's Red Foreman yeah, so. yeah. exactly so. I, I don't know, man. Just it, it's just it annoyed me. I didn't like. I like Zac Efron. I'm on the same page as you. I like Zac Efron. Did not like him in this role. I don't think he had very good chemistry with the girl who played his daughter. Um, no, not at all. I don't. The I really like the you know the original cast, the original guy who plays Andy. Is it what is it again? Is it David Keith? Or, David Keith. David Keith. I'm gonna get it mixed up every time. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he the way when he uses his powers and like the way like it really like he did such a good job like projecting himself out there as as it, it's so painful. Yeah, Zach Zach Efron just couldn't do it. Then they changed the way it affects him. Yeah, he does like that. He does well. He does yeah, like that the neck weird pop thing, neck, that twitch, yeah. tick, neck yeah. pop every time. Uh, oh. Yeah, it's a little bit different. It's a little bit different. And like I said, it just looks so like the effect, like CG blood. Why? God, you <laughs> killing me. They I, make fake blood that can go in your eyes. It's because I know, of the that's budget. what I'm saying. I guarantee it's because of the budget and the <sighs> time. I guarantee they're like, you have this much time to make this movie go. And they're like, well, we don't have time to constantly apply blood effects on these people. We just got to do quick CG. And it's like, how can you not do CG blood right? This far into the technology. Exactly. Explain to me 
the man hours it would take to do that CG blood and right. how much it would take to do. I know you'd have to reapply it, but do physical blood and tell me how is that not less expensive to do physical, <sighs> like, okay, apply blood, do your shot. And less time consuming. Yeah. Well, because you, well, really, yeah, I don't know. I don't know because I don't know how long the post production would take for the CG. It just looks so bad, dude. It looks so fucking bad. The, the biggest, I think the thing about this movie that I noticed was that they really were trying to make it more like, I mean, I guess you consider the original horror movie, like, it's in that classification, even I think it's a weak horror movie. They wanted to make this like really dark and mm -hmm. this is a horror movie and it just yeah. didn't work for me, man. The way that they changed Irv. Yeah. I didn't like that whole thing. I was like, what, what is happening? And <laughs> I don't know, man. It's just, I don't want to like do this entire episode and be negative, but this movie's bad. It's just a bad movie. Like I said earlier, and we'll talk about this more when we go to the actual spoiler section. They literally took every character in his, <coughs> every character in the movie, except for, I think Rainbird, and they just made them significantly worse, like just shit individuals. Mm -hmm. This made them all bad. They just they changed everybody up. And... Like, what's how how can we make this more movie, movie grittier? Well, let's just give everybody all these fucking problems and make them just fucked up people. Like, great, sounds awesome. Work on that. All right, well, I think that's enough non-spoilers. Let's jump into the spoilers. All right, so if you haven't seen Firestarter and you have Peacock, you want to, you got an hour and a half to kill and you really want to know, like, do I like this movie? Go watch it. <laughs> if you want to spend your money, go see it in theaters. I don't recommend it, but do what you want to do. But we're going to spoil this movie right now, so if you haven't seen it and you don't want to be spoiled, get out, and then when you're all caught up, you come back and listen to the rest of this review. All right? All right, cool. I like the opening of this movie. I like the whole uh, interview section where it's like him and the what, you know, uh, Andy yeah. and Vicky being interviewed and stuff like that. The only thing that really does make sense is like, what year are we in? Is this modern time? Is this like today? Is this, I, I, I don't know. The 90s? Is like, what well, year are we in? I'm so confused. It has to be somewhat newer because they talk about Google and she says she doesn't have right. it. Yeah. And Wi Fi and stuff like that. Because um, her parents are like fucking hippie yuppies. I'm sorry. No offense to people who are into that, but like, like, oh, yeah, rats your mind. You don't need Google. I know that the reason they had it, but right, the reason right. they tell her daughter is why they can't have yeah, it. Exactly. So, yeah, it's just kind of weird, the, the whole premise of this. Like, I think it would have been better if it was kind of set back in the 80s again so that you can use that MK Ultra kind of scenario again. It just doesn't kind of, it doesn't really make sense. Yeah, in a modern, you know, doing this modern take. I will but, say the the beginning of the movie, like where it's like you talked about, where it's over the opening credits or whatever, where it kind of talks about their experience with Lot Six. Yeah, is like a lot of the beginning part of the movie condensed down, and I thought really well. Yeah, because it kind of like it's them talking back and forth, and you see some of the snippets of the experiments and what it's doing to people, and it, it's that part's creepy. Mm -hmm. I thought that was kind of creepy. What it was doing to some people, like oh okay, because such high hopes in the beginning, right. But it was, it was like, they like caused like a dude's head to explode. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? Yeah, it was it pretty was, intense. It was, it was, it was crazy. But I don't see anything. Yeah, you don't really get the, um, that moment between Vicky and Andy like you do in the original where they kind of have that conversation before they're actually a couple. 
it kind of just cuts yeah. to uh, they have a baby and the baby gets put in the crib and then the baby starts a fire and um, yeah. Then the baby starts on fire. Oh, that's right. Cause it's like a night. Yeah. It says a nightmare and you're like, okay. Yeah. Cause Andy has like really vivid, like visions, nightmares, right. but he talks about having similar stuff like that. Both of them before they have the lot six. Right. In the interview, they talk about having some perceptions and stuff before they take it. And I almost right. think like the lot six, like amplifies that people. Yeah. Cause he said he like predicted his, was it, he predicted his parents death like years before yeah. or something like that. I think so. I think so. Yeah. You get the the scene between Andy and Charlie. Uh, she's a little bit older. Her character is a little bit older than Char- Drew Barrymore's version from the mm-hmm. original. You could definitely tell just by, you know, she's still a child, but she's a little bit more mature in the way she talks and acts and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, Would you say like 8, 10, 10-ish maybe? She's probably like 10 or maybe 11, somewhere yeah, around they're there. Doing, they're yeah, because puberty gets brought up a few times. Yeah, because so they're be, like, oh, is this yeah. puberty? No. And they're doing um, dissection in class. And you oh don't do that until like, at least fifth grade. You don't do it till at least fifth grade. So it's a piece of shit, dude. That's... This fucking bully. What? If I'm the teacher, I'm like, shut the fuck up, you little fucker. Yeah, nobody does anything about it. Like, shut your mouth, dude. Don't Yo, when, and when she, like, they are picking on her like when crazy. They're in the gym. We're in the gym later. And he's just yeah. such a dick. And now there's the like three right adults there. <laughs> there, and they're just like, "It's fine." And she runs away. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, like nobody ever does anything about it. Like, what about your yeah. shitty ass teachers? And I agree. Is this the bathroom scene you were talking about? This bathroom mm-hmm. scene. Yeah, where the teacher follows her in the oh, bathroom. This, this was probably the best scene. Just the way I it agree. was set up, and it it was very eerie. Because she never yeah. talks. It's just kind of, yeah. you, you know, everything's really hot. She touches the the door. It's really hot. And then it just blows. And yeah. I just mm-hmm. thought it was, it was, that was probably the best shot of the movie. And then it just never could get back to that. They you know, spent all their again. budget on that. Yeah, <laughs> that really. Scene. That was, that was about it. Literally, this is a movie that unfortunately falls into all, pretty much all the best scenes are in the trailer. Yeah. You're right. And there's only a couple of tra- scenes that I would consider the best, and they're all in the fucking trailer. Mm. Yep. They had to sell it somehow. I I do I do like the that the mother is is incorporated into this movie just a little bit more than the original. It was kind of blinking you miss it with Heather Locklear yeah. in the original, where this one it's like she's more involved, you know, you got the accident too that like when Charlie like sets her arms on fire, I was like mm-hmm. Okay, how does like how does she come back from that, dude? Like, if I'm the mom, I'm like I'm fucking out of here, man. Like my daughter just set me on fire. I don't know if I'm gonna like wake up one day and just be engulfed in flames. I I like that they focused a little bit more on the parents, but I hate the parents in this movie. There was no chemistry between them all. But that wasn't my problem. My biggest problem was how they treated their daughter. Oh yeah, what she was because she's like, no, Andy, use your power and make her not do it anymore. And he's like, I'm not doing that to my fucking daughter, you psycho. Yeah, like why would you like? I I get it. Like it's like a betterment thing, but like they just have a fucked up relationship. And again, I can't explain because I don't have a child with superpowers, nor do I have them myself. 
But like, why would you try to do something to manipulate your daughter? Which again, right. is some relevant to the ending, but um, let's say it why out would loud. you do something? What, yeah, what, why would you do something to manipulate your daughter forcibly against her will and think that's okay? And again, the dad's not right either because no. unlike in the original movie, Zac Efron's character, Andy, doesn't want her to practice and learn know how to use her abilities. It's the mom that does. Yeah. And nobody's cooking toast in this movie. I'm sorry, guys. So that's a huge downer. <laughs> no, she's for just me. sitting there at the table flicking a lighter. <laughs> yeah. It's like, okay. So I, I do and I don't like the fact that the mom's in this war because I don't like her as a character. Yeah. I, I think she's a piece of shit. And honestly, no no offense. I like Zach Efron as an actor, but I fucking hate him as a, as a dad in this movie. Yeah. I, I agree. bullshit. I agree parents. with all of those takes. You, I mean, you see Andy, what he does earlier. He like has a job where he literally just uses his powers to have people do things. You know, this woman comes in, she wants to quit smoking and he's got to talk her into it because she doesn't believe in it. And he uses his powers, which he actually has to stare at them. He has to look them in the eyes for his yeah, power to actually work. Line of and then thing. he starts bleeding from the fucking eyes instead of the instead of his nose, which is like, OK, and it just doesn't look good. It does. Why did they need to change that? I don't know. Wouldn't it, have been so much it, easier to because it's it scarier nose? when people bleed from the eyes. Yeah, <clears throat> sure. No, that's seriously is, probably why sure. they did it. Yeah. Yeah. I think it would have been like, you might as well just made him like puke up blood. Like, have a great First day. pops out. Yeah. I just got to put it back. <laughs> oh, I get that one back in. <laughs> oh, man. I like how he's trying to make her leave. He's like, uh, she's like, I don't have enough cash. He's like, it's fine. It's fine. I know you're good for it. And then he'll, I'm like, is he going to throw up? Because he's like yeah. holding his stomach, and then all of a sudden, yeah, you can tell it's a it's very, nice. it's a very rough experience on him, even oh, more yeah. so than I think the original movie. It's very rough. He, I just don't think he, he acts it out very well. It's kind of, it's, it's just not good. Uh, we meet Hollister in this one, who's played by a woman. Now, uh, yeah. this was Charlie Sheen's character from the original, and mm-hmm. uh, she's the villain of this movie. It's not Rainbird, which was the original villain. Uh, it's it's Hollister, and she's terrible. She's just <laughs> a terrible villain. Uh, mm-hmm. She doesn't do anything other than be a piece of shit. Yep. And then she gets fucking torched in the most anticlimactic way possible. Yep. Uh, Rainbird goes from being he's like an assassin of some sort, or like he's a, a like an enforcer for this organization I, I you get the intro scene where he's like in his apartment and so Jan, you get you know, a shot of him being a janitor first which is a reference oh to yeah 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 original you do <laughs> and then you see him in his apartment he gets a call from hollister about you know he needs him or she needs him to do this job and what does he do is he goes to the 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 andy and Vic, uh, the mcgee house and he ends up killing the wife. Yeah. Well, he, he mentions that we well, even kind of into like the supernatural, <laughs> which is kind of a reference to the original. Cause the, the other, you know, the original guy's kind of into that superstitious kind of shit. And he has like the rainbird's got like the tattoo of like, like tarot. He's got tarot cards and shit yeah, all yeah, over. Yeah. Like he's into like, but it's not something he talks about a lot, but it's kind of like yeah. some subtext to his character. So like they, tattoo. 
His tattoo's very cool. I thought his character, like the way he looked and everything was good. I just don't like the way that the path that they put him on in this movie. It doesn't make any fucking sense. So he does what he does. He kills the, he's going after Charlie. That's like the prime objective is getting Charlie. He ends up killing or getting there to the house and he's asking the mom about where is she, blah, 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 and she won't give it up. And you find out she has telekinesis. She's literally just taught. This is actually a pretty decent scene of her like throwing all the shit in the house at him and like yeah. tossing him across the house. I thought like that was pretty cool. Hall. Yeah, she and all, like the, like all the, 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 the pictures and shit, which then Andy comes in later and it's not that bad. All the pictures are still kind of yeah. hanging there. Like, did she magically like what the fuck? There's no continuity in this movie at all <laughs> we should also point out the fact that rainbird also was in a lot six experiment yes T. which wasn't in the book and it wasn't no. in the original the original rainbird so listen as much as the casting is awful in the original that's the real rainbird from the book that's the that's the way the book portrays him he is a he's just a he's a beast of a man he's who he works for this organization he wants the he, he wants charlie mostly and all the thing, and like you know, he's the he pretends to be the janitor to get closer to Charlie. He gets close to her, and then everything happens. So what you see in the original, that's the Rainbird from the book. This they they changed it so for I can guarantee they changed it because they didn't want the creep factor because he's a fucking creep ass in the original. Yeah, mm-hmm. pedo much. And they wanted to have him have some weird redemption arc at the end because he was part of the Lot 6 experiment, which doesn't make sense. He literally, okay, spoiler for the end of the movie already, but he literally carries Charlie off into the fucking wherever. Sunset. He killed your mom! What do you mean? Well, if you, was obviously he has some kind of psychic ability too because he can hear her thoughts in that beginning with the mom and him. Yeah. But even even when, when the fucking whatever her name is captain whatever Hollister. Hollister. Hollister he doesn't want to do it no he's like i want to reactivate he's like he doesn't want to do it he wants nothing to do with it he is he's played up in the movie i'm not trying to defend the movie but this is just how i perceive it he's played up in the movie as a victim as well he's being used to do stuff he doesn't want to do but that's right. just what he's that's his job it's what he's supposed to do he doesn't like yeah. doesn't have to like it yeah. but i don't know I actually, he's one of the characters I actually probably liked in this movie because he's like, even though he's shit and he was doing what he's supposed to, it doesn't make it right yeah. in any way. He's still probably one of the better characters in the film. I can agree to that. I think he did a good job for what he was given. Um, mm. It just, I, I don't know. I didn't like the the whole, you know, rev, or you know, evolution of this character throughout the movie and the way that mm. it was. They could have made it look like he didn't want to do it the whole time he's doing the job. Like, listen, like, like maybe or have it a completely different route where instead of him going in there to and, and doing what he does, he's just like he ends up helping them. Yeah, cool. He even said he, I'm pretty sure he even tells his, the girl, the lady he doesn't. He's like, I don't want to kill you. I said, just he, I think he says something like that before he murks her because she fights back. Yeah. And he says that, you know, I just I just need the daughter or whatever. Where are they at? When are they coming home? I think he says something along those lines that he doesn't actually want to kill him. He doesn't. He just wants the girl. That's what he's there for. Oh man. Anyway, carry on. It's not good. So, the carry no. on. So yeah, he has Charlie like held up hostage and 
he has something blocking because Andy has to look at him in order to use mm-hmm. his push power. And so he actually uses his push on Charlie to, you know, get so he can, she can get away from him and stuff like that. And they end up finding it's funny that they find the wife. I don't think the he, same. Like, I don't think he uses his push on, on Charlie because he's got her eyes covered as well. Oh, I, I don't remember how she escapes then because she uses her firepower. She doesn't have to look at him to do it. She just does it. He doesn't realize that she doesn't need line of sight to use her fire ability. She could just. Didn't she need her line of sight in the original? Didn't need she need to like look at where she. I don't know, man. Well, I I mean, if you could just if you could just generate fire around you, you could just like like she did in the bathroom. Explode out. Well, I mean, like in the original, she couldn't just. uh, Like they were in that room behind her. She couldn't or in front of her. She couldn't just make fire in that room like she had she had to be in the room and looking at what right yeah so like she had to have line of sight in the original okay it was never really brought up in the original it was just i just assumed since she knew that they were somewhere else but she couldn't just like make fire in it well she also at that point wasn't trying to murk them all she was just trying to get to her dad's right we anyway so then we have uh, the what's um, Hollister going and seeing Dr. Wayneless, who's the one who was behind lot six. And he's actually in a hospital like for crazy people. Uh, and it's named after uh, that other doctor from the original Pincott. And she's and they make a fucking reference about how she's a woman. Because they had to make a reference about how, oh, I thought you, you know, I figured you were a guy type deal. And then she has to take off her, you know, take off her thing and like, nope, a woman here. And you're like, is this this a nod to the original or like to what? The chick got the boobies. Uh, Yeah. That's 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 how I tell. (laughs) (laughs) I just this is so. Uh, you get the conversation where he's just like you know you gotta kill her or she's gonna become too powerful which you have that same conversation in the original but he's not in a hospital you know and and you kind of don't even know why he's there no he's he's just at the he's just at this uh, mental hospital or whatever type of hospital it is yeah and they you know they she that's when she enlists Rainbird. This all happens before and all that shit happens. And so Andy and Charlie go on the run. They run into Irv. Uh and he is I I man, the original guy was so much better, in my opinion. I just like the way that, that character was in the original. The you know, you had the wife who in this one is someone who's locked in a dark ass room with something wrong with her. Yeah, I didn't like that whole thing. You know, Charlie stumbles upon. I'm like, why did this doesn't need to be here? This is a because it goes nowhere. It really doesn't go yeah. anywhere. It's just like, oh no, I found your your wife, and then Irv watches on the news about uh, the everything that happened at the McGee house, and that Andy is being framed for the murder of his wife. Yeah. The kidnapping of his daughter. And Andy, of course, you get the same kind of, it's more of a confrontation in this one where Irv and Andy argue about 
the everything that's going on. He just tells him, hey, I did it to to protect my daughter. He Charlie then she uses her. She, so she also has telekinetic powers because of her mother. And she pretty much tells. Um, he pretty much she manipulates him about his wife. Like, oh, your wife forgives you. It's just, it's all pointless. Yeah, it doesn't ma- it doesn't mount amount because, to anything. There's like, because, let's bolster this character. Let's not. Right. Yeah. So supposedly the wife is paralyzed because of Irv, because they got in a car accident or something. She yeah, got paralyzed. He was, he was mad at her. Wasn't paying attention. They got a car accident. She was paralyzed and it killed their son. Yeah. And he's just kind of like had rage issues and drinking problem because of. It's just unnecessary. Accident. It's just padding that we didn't yeah, need. For characters that ultimately don't matter in this movie. It's just wild that a, a, a film from 1984 that was two hours, almost two hours long, did so much better with their character design. Like, well, not character design, but like character, like the path these characters take. Because mm-hmm. like Irv and his wife, can't remember her name, but they they don't do a lot, but they do just enough. Right? Like, they're there, they get into the, they have the conversation about who they really are, you know, Charlie and Andy confess who they really are and why they're doing these things and stuff, and, you know, the people show up and the whole chaos happens. Yeah, the wife doesn't, the wife wants him to leave in the original one. Yeah. She's like, just get him out of here. Yeah. You know. it, and this is, again, creating something to make it more scary. So like the the scene of Charlie running or you know encountering the wife in the darkness, she comes out and she's got the tubes in her eyes, like, <gasps> and you're like, what the fuck, man? Like it, it just wasn't necessary. It was dumb, to be honest. This movie's dumb. I want to know something else about this movie. Almost at no point in this entire film, outside of some language, should this movie have been rated R. Wait, this movie I was think- rated R? Yeah. For what? That's what I'm saying. Maybe there was a few meant scenes of like some violence that may have been toned down a little bit in a PG-13 movie. I don't I don't see it. It's rated R for violent content. Yeah, I, I don't see it. I just I'm so confused. Also, when you're a secret organization, oh why the fuck Sex- do you have your l- Oh my god. Oh yeah, where she's breastfeeding the baby at the very beginning. Sex oh and nudity? <laughs> Again. <laughs> listen. As a guy who just had a like whose wife just had a baby and like it's a natural thing, but like it's not necessary for this fucking movie. If you yeah, don't if shoot that, not if, that sh- if that shot no, it's not. I agree with you. It's not. But that shot, that quick shot of her breastfeeding Charlie is gonna give you an R rating? What? Yeah, there's oh. a few scenes of like violence which could have been toned down or whatever, and nobody would have it could have been toned down or just non existed because it was bad. Yeah, it's just it's just a lot of dumb shit that did not need to be in this movie. It was just them trying to change it up and make it more scary. And ultimately, it just didn't need to be. And also, when you're a secret or- secret organization, why the fuck are you putting your lo- logo on the side of a building so that people? Oh, I'm using my powers and I can see the building with the logo of the secret organization. Stupid. Somebody didn't do their job. No. Just something small. Uh, <laughs> Rainbird murks a lot of fucking people in this movie. Yeah. 
outside of the uh, Irv's house. Yep. Actually, I might have fell asleep for that. No, no, like, instead of, you remember, of course, in the original movie, since we're at this scene, in the original movie, you know, he, she's like, oh, the cars are coming, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, she, you know, Andy pretty much turns his daughter loose on her or whatever. Yeah. And this, it's like the police show up and Irv's trying to like, hey, I was drunk, you know, I'm a piece of shit, guys, you know what's going on. Tried to cover for him after they have that talk on the inside. Didn't mean to call the yeah. cops, whatever. Yeah. And then just Rainbird's just over there with like a fucking mini 14 or an m1a so comps pop 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 like dropping these cops just doing what he do fucks them dude and then herb tries to run or gets shot in the leg which he gets shot in the arm in the original one yeah he doesn't die of course he just gets shot in the leg yeah so that was that was that was the difference she didn't light anybody any cops on fire nope so so not as good agents get a chance no yeah none of that stuff happened uh but she does manipulate rainbird Right, she manipulates him to do stuff, and then he. This is because this is when Andy gets taken. No, right? she doesn't. And do Charlie anything. runs away. Yeah, uh, yeah. Charlie, Charlie runs away, and he manipulates Rainbird into thinking that she went somewhere else. Right, right, like, right. Put right, a thought right. in yeah, his Andy's mind. She the ran one with him. Yeah, and, yeah, but but it doesn't work very well on him because Andy kind of fucks himself up, and because yeah. Rainbird being part of lot six himself seems to be more resistant to that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the goon squad from DSI or whatever shows up. Yep. And captures everybody, Rainbird included. So Charlie runs into the woods and a uh, great place to practice your firepower, right? In a wooded area. Fucking smoking yeah, a bear coming a out of the woods like, hey, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> Well, she wouldn't know. She didn't have no fucking TV to watch Smokey the Bear. That's true. That's true. Yeah. So you could blame her shitty ass parents for that. Yeah. (laughs) But uh, yeah, she practices her firepower, uh, honing her firepower in the in a wooded area. It's not very smart, but uh, you know she does a good job. So bravo to that. Yeah, she gets starts getting the hang of it. Yeah, she gets a like a message from her father. He's in a, in a yeah, about where she needs to go. She uh, runs into a couple kids who, because when I'm walking down the street, right, and kids ride by with their bikes, they're just going to stop and they're just going to circle around me. Yeah, and fuck with me, right? Fuck with got, me. Kids, kids have nothing better to do but pieces be pieces of shit. Yeah. So she, the first kid she makes him get, give up the bike, right? And then the second kid is the sandwich. Yeah, uh, the, the bike's the last one, I think. Oh, isn't okay. Because I, I know she gets like three things. I know she gets the sandwich and something well, she, else. She gets the bike, she gets the sandwich, and I think the third kid, she just makes him take his pants off. I think he's you're like right. Yeah, I think you're right. Underwear or something like that. <laughs> and then she's like, hey, which way's the coast? Oh, no, she steals the clothes. She takes clothes from the from one of the kids. That's what it is. Yeah. She gets to the the place and then she runs into, uh, she sneaks by a bunch of people, and jumps into the back seat of this agent who is clearly on the phone with his pregnant fucking wife. Yep, to try oh to make us feel bad. Oh my god! Stop it! Why did this didn't need to be a thing? All right, we didn't need that little bit of shit so that would be like, oh, this poor guy, he works for a shitty organization. I yep. mean, not that they deserve to die, but. You suck. Don't make me like, oh, fuck. 
So dumb. Well, she freaking torches him. That, that's the, probably the gnarly. best. Yeah, it's probably the best kill of this whole movie. And uh, it's like melts like half his face and shit, but doesn't put yeah. him out of his misery. They're like, remember the cat daddy? Let's put him out of his misery. Oh my fucking We didn't dead. even talk about the fucking cat. The cat should have been dead. Okay. Flat. Okay. The cat scene in this movie where she gets scratched by the cat and then she just instinctually reacts and doesn't kill the cat, but severely wounds it, mortally wounds it, whatever. It and, and then the dad tells him she needs to put it out of his misery and be responsible. That is the scene in this movie that I like Zach Efron as being a dad. He kind of breaks right. it down like, okay, mm -hmm. this is how your powers work. You can't be reactive. They have to be controlled. And you got to remember when you hurt people like that, you're not just hurting that person. You're hurting people that they love and everything like that. It's not, yeah. which is, it kind of opens her mind up to, you know, to what's going on. And that, that's like the only scene of like, okay, he's explaining it as a dad yeah. probably should to his daughter. If given the ridiculous situation. Yeah. Cause but. she gets that lesson for when she does this to the guy and she's like, Oh, I got to put him out of his misery suffering. And then she yeah. like just puts him up, lights him up again to kill him. Yeah, uh, Rainbird's in a cell too, by the way. Yeah, because because I think it's out. because yeah, because he got brought in with the rest of them. They cover his eyes so he can't do nothing either, right. because they don't they don't give a fuck about him. He's expendable, yeah. just like I talked about. He's right. an expendable resource, and they don't fucking care. They just used him to get what they well, want. If they had written him the way that he was written in the book, or even from the original. Yeah, yeah, he was a fucking creep ass, but like that was his character. That was the yeah. way he was written. He would have been a more compelling villain than Hollister because Hollister sucks. She like there's nothing compelling about this villain at all. So like Charlie yeah, goes through the entire facility and just starts murking people, and then she gets to her father's cell, or like it's like the fucking Hannibal Lecter cell. Glitter glass. Yeah, and he's strapped to a chair, and then she comes in and she's just like, You torch me, you torch him. And then he's like do it charlie and then he uses his push to cause her to light them both up and i was like that that was it that was okay. the villain that so, was the fucking villain all right so many problems with this scene i don't like because it explains that he didn't call his daughter there it was rainbird right because rainbird was imitating her dad's voice mentally to call her there because he was trying to do this redemption arc because he's like, I fucked up. I killed her family. I want this girl. She has every right to kill us because she says that her mom tells Rainbird earlier, you don't know what you're bringing upon yourself. And when he yeah. gets captured, it's like, you don't know what you're bringing upon yourself. And when she comes and takes us, you're going to regret it. And he's accepting of this. He wants her to kill him. That's all he yeah. wants. Not in that sick, like boner, God fetish. Maybe the stuff will go into me like in the original. Yeah. I think he's trying to atone what he did in a really flimsy way, but oh. he's trying to atone what he did. But my biggest problem is the dad's like, the dad, I don't know what they've done to him. They probably tortured the piss out of him. He's just flat giving up. Yeah. He's even said like, I, well, I would never want you to come here. Why would I call you here? And then he uses his power on her to make her do something she does not want to fucking do. Again! Yeah. What I just fucking talked about earlier in the movie, and I yeah. fucking hated this part of the movie. Like, come on, dude. Yeah. See, all this girl is in this movie is a fucking puppet, dude. Yeah. For people. And that's yeah. the shit part of it. All the people are shit in this movie. She's a child, so they think they can... Just abuse just abuse her. That's all she's there for. Manipulator. Yep. And, yeah, and she did go out unceremoniously. Very yeah, much she, so. she, Yeah, she wasn't even a villain. She was terrible. She was yeah. absolutely terrible. 
And then the the final like going through the prison and you know her murking everybody and it was just very it wasn't good. It didn't make me feel the same way as the original. The way that final of her walking out of the barn and her just just I mean it was cheesy, but it was fucking good for yeah. the time, and it was a great way to end that movie. And after she goes through and murks everybody. She goes outside of the beach and Rainbird's behind her. She turns around. He like drops to his knees because he's accepting his fate. He thinks like she's going to kill him because of him killing her mother. And she ends up, uh, he lets, <laughs> she lets him pick her up and then they walk off. That you're actually a little different, a little different. So what happened was, is during the siege, Rainbird gets out. She yeah. confronts the guys in the fireproof suits in the building. And she can't kill him, which right there, oh, she's already yeah. way fucking weaker than she was yeah. in the original. Because she could yeah. blow up fucking pure cinder block. Like, those yeah. people stand no fucking chance. In the <laughs> uh, but, like, she's not... A, I mean, it's cool she can do pyrokinesis, but she's extremely weak compared to yeah, the original. Yeah. Like, and then she lit Rainbird, the guys on fire. Yeah. And Rainbird comes in, because they start taking their shit off. Rainbird comes in, marks all of them, and then he drops his knee and just accepts his Right, fate. it was, it was in him. the building, and then yeah. later, yeah, he just then, then ends she, up being there. Yeah. Yeah. Then she walks him, leaves him. She's like, fuck yeah. it. I'm not going to be like you. I'm right. going to leave. Right. Yeah. And then the beach scene. And then, yeah, like, they go to the beach. She goes to the beach. He's there with her. And then uh, he picks her up and they walk off and the movie's over. And I went, what? Well, I get, I kind of, I, I, like, I, I guess, like, they're trying to, like, okay, they're both fucked up. They've both done wrong things, whatever. I don't know what message they're going for. But it's such a weird way to end the movie. It's it was, so weird. It was, it just was bad. It was just a, it, this was bad writing. 100%. Bad, I like bad the original writing. one. I like the original one where she went back to go live with Irv and his wife. Yes, uh, it's such a that better made ending. Sense. And then she goes to the New York Times to tell the story. Yeah, it's, it You're not gives getting you that. a conclusion. Yeah, this is such a, just, uh, I guess like some sort of a cliffhanger. I hope they don't make a sequel to this one because it was oh, not good. No. Listen, I don't want to be na- like the, there are. We've talked about bad movies on the show before, and we've talked mm-hmm. about bad movies that are enjoyable to watch. This is not enjoyable to watch. This is a this is a boring movie with bad dialogue, bad writing and unnecessary changes. When you have a movie like when you're remaking a movie that is from 1984, where you're trying to appease the people who have read the book and have seen the original, but also try to bring it, bring in new, a new audience, like a younger audience who might not have ever yeah. seen the original movie or read yeah. the book. Just take, you can, you can remake it like the original, make it like the original. There was a lot of good elements there. It just, it was, it was for, for the time it was, you know, a little cheesy looking and the, the, some of the casting was terrible. I mean, I don't care that they made Halster a woman. I don't care that they made Irv no. black. I don't care. No. I, I really appreciate that they made Rainbird, you know, appropriate for the, yeah, the yeah. character itself. Like, I don't care. Like, I don't care about those first two things. And I love the fact of what they did with Rainbird. But just keep the original story. Yeah. But I just think it's just the it's the one of those things where it's like, we don't want to offend anybody. We don't want to do this. We don't want to do that. We got to make it, you know, we want to appease the you know, the 2022 crowd. And it's like, then you shouldn't have made the movie because that's yep. not what was written. That wasn't what was written by a coked out Stephen King in like 1970. <laughs> this book was made. 
So yeah. you're talking about movies that have not done well or just not good movies that we've covered on here. And of course, if anybody's watched these and if you have, you should go back and listen to them. Ones that I particularly have shit on or partially shit on like Halloween Kills. Not a great movie by any stretch, but it's not a bad movie. It's an okay movie. You know, I, it, yeah. I would want... I think that's I think Halloween Kills is way better than this movie. Even mm-hmm. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which I fucking shit all over that movie, but it's a decent horror film. Strip oh, away the whole uh, Texas to be Chainsaw honest, Massacre. As bad as that movie way, is, way better than this movie. Way better than this movie. So that's what I'm saying. Like that's saying a, scale, a lot. This that is movie pretty, is bad. <laughs> this is pretty low. Like I was very much like, God, when the fuck's this good? It's an hour and a half. I was like, this will go by quick. It's much faster than the original. No. Ghostbusters 2016. See, no, I still, I, like, I would, fucking awful. I, I mean, it is awful, but I would rather watch it over any of those two, th- those other two films we just, we just mentioned. Um, Oof. Oofda. Yeah, this is a bad movie. And, um, yeah, I mean, that's, this is our opinion. So if you don't agree with it, that's fine. That's how this wall works. And I'll state it again. <laughs> I'm going to give you, well, no, I'll wait to the end. I'm going to give some dad advice at the very end of this. So. That is it for this. We're, we're done talking about Firestarter. This is a it literally. I think the only way I remember anything from this movie is if I re if I listen to this podcast a year from now, or it refreshes yep. my memory. Other than that, it's a very forgettable movie. And uh, I I I do I want to see this girl in other movies. I feel like, mm-hmm. you know, you got to give young actors and actresses chance second chances when they don't when things don't work out the first time because I know she's new. Give her more work. The <laughs> guy that plays Rainbird is he, Michael Gray Eyes. Yeah, Michael Gray Eyes. He played in that Shutter movie, Quant, uh, Blood Quantum, oh, which I, I think is it's a zombie that. movie. It's a zombie movie, but it's all about Native Americans. Oh, and I think, I think they I covered it on about. they covered and it on and Kill Count on the Kill Count. Yeah, yeah, yeah Dead yeah, Meat. Yeah. yeah, and it looks really pretty cool. I, I just went on oh, and I need, realized I, he I, was I, in I this need movie. to watch that. Actually, it looks I really good. I do need to see that um, as well. But yeah. Or give it. that guy more work. Yes. I, I think he could be good. Zach Efron, we don't have to worry about. He's getting more work. Um, oh, yeah. All right. Well, that is it for Firestarter. Do we have any final thoughts before we move on to our final, our little rigmarole at the end here? No. All right. I do. I got final thoughts. No. All right. This, this, is, dad this, is, this is dad advice. Oh, yeah, All right. Dad. Proper dad advice from a dad three times over. Three times. He's, he three times. <laughs> three times. He, he'll understand. We're on a mutual playing field here. Don't do, don't partake in government experiments. Just donate plasma or jerk off in a cup for money like the rest of us. All right. And secondly, <laughs> go watch some Jurassic Park 3. Yes. Or view of Jurassic Park Yes. Oh man! I was like, "Am I gonna it. regret this?" I love it. I'm just glad I can come with a lot of that, right. with a lot of stuff at the end of the episode. I'm like, "Yes, good way to close." I mean, you have plenty of time to think about it. Oh, I do. It just right. popped well, up. I was like, "Yes." <laughs> well, coming up this week, we got. Well, we already our... talked about it in a cup. Content that will be out this week <laughs> from us. Other after this. We have our <laughs> we have episode fifty five of the podcast where we talked yeah. about uh, Top Gun, the original Top Gun, and yes. we are also going to be doing a live stream on Friday at eight thirty p.m. Eastern time on the Dissect That Film Twitch page. So make sure to follow us over there so you can watch us live as we go over 
um, everything we've covered in the month of May and everything we're going to be covering going forward. So very excited about that. So make sure to go to twitch.tv slash dissect that film, drop that follow, hit the bell so that you know when we go live. Other than that, we got some, uh, we'll talk about other content during the live stream. So I won't go into too long of a spiel here at the end, but, um, Make sure to follow us all on social media. All the links will be down in the description. Uh, and yeah, until next time, I am Brett Parker. That is Dan and Angel of DNA Gaming. We are Dissected Film, and this has been Dissected Film's Fresh Cuts. Have a wonderful rest of the week. Bye. Bye.